0: Okay. Some professional ass art right here. Écoute, écoutez, écoutez.
1: Come together like a handing girl, should never come together, like a handing girl, should never You come together, shouldn't love Come together like a hand.
0: if they did know and understand what was going on there would be big changes where we bring together people of different in the world, had been run by rich and powerful men from the beginning of time. Began with slavery, they owned the workers and the land, if any slave objected, he was flogged or hanged, and that kept them in order. At all, in 1834, only two percent of the population had the vote. And they were all rich men. Women didn't have the vote at all. And out of trade unionism came the change. The Chartists voted for men, the suffragettes voted for women. Trade union movement wanted representation in Parliament. The Labour Party was formed, adopted a socialist program, and that was the first real change. And of course when the slump occurred in the 1930s, uh, Hitler used the Jews and the communists as an excuse to get into power. He said to them, give me votes, give me power, said Hitler, I'll give you jobs. He did give them jobs. Put half of the unemployed in the army, other half in the factories, and there was another war and we lost 105 million people. In two world wars from 1914 to 105 million people died. And that was the price of capitalism and imperial competition. And then things did change. I know it's uh, uh, popular to have a go at the Labour Party, no good at all. But I'm very proud of the it, it, Labour Party in 1945. Because if you look at our manifesto, it was very clear. It said, the interwar slump not acts of God, or result of strange forces, it was the direct result of too much economic power in the hands of too few men, who behaved like a totalitarian oligarchy in the heart of our democratic state. they had and they felt no responsibility for the nation. And out of that came what we did, and I'm very proud of it. We we'll introduced the health service. We back absolutely bankrupt, but we we'll introduced the health service because that was needed. But you see, the recognition that in wartime there are no economic arguments at all. I've never heard a general say so I can't bomb Baghdad this month because I've exceeded my budget. In wartime, you do whatever is required. And we should adopt the principle that in peacetime, you do... Whatever is required. People want jobs, they want homes, income, they've got education, they kids, they want health care, they're unemployed to be protected, if they're old to be looked after, and they want peace. That's what people want. And the tests of a policy should be whether those obligations are met or not. That's the test, and you see, when you come to the Thatcher period, Thatcher was a much cleverer woman than we give her credit for. For She knew perfectly well the strength of the labour movement lay in three sources of power. One was the trade union movement, so she took on the miners, described these courageous and skilled people as the enemy within, for God's sake, What an insult to the people who built our economy in the sweat of their labor. And she introduced legislation that made trade unionism actually illegal. You can't be a proper trade unionist now because your rights are taken away. So what she said, and this is very clever, she said, well, you can buy a council house so you'll be a property owner. You may not be able to get a wage increase, but you can borrow. And the borrowing was deliberately encouraged because people in debt are slaves to their employers. That's how the whole thing began. And that's why borrowing was a deliberate policy to make the working class today slaves again. And that's exactly what they are. I mean, many trade unions do strike because they're afraid they lose their job and lose their home. And so that's what the policy was. She sure, also attacked local government, which was the beginning of education further education and school education, schools and all that and she destroyed local government, so local councils now are just agents of the Treasury. They can only spend money the Treasury gives them on things the Treasury tells them to spend it on. They're sub-agents of a sort of right-wing bank. And she attacked the public sector and privatized it. And this privatization is a deliberate policy to restore power back to where it was. And what we are now back in, that's what the whole crisis is about, the restoration of power of those who always control the world, the people who own the land and the resources and all the rest of it. And that is something we need to understand, because people in debt are slaves to their employers. Thank